Hi, thanks for joining Life Lessons with Linz. Today I have Katherine Lee with us today. She is a plus size model and entrepreneur, um, and we're so excited to have you. How are Hi, you? Hi, I'm good. Um, so, why don't you tell all of our listeners just how did you get to LA? Where'd you come from? Okay, um, I'm originally from the Bay Area. Okay. From Malpitas, California. It's a little town. And I went to college down south. I went to UC Riverside for two years and UC Santa Barbara. And uh, it's funny, I remember I was with my roommate and I was like, I want to be a VJ. Actually, I was watching BET and you know Roxy from BET, mm-hmm. no shade, but I was like, I want to do what she does and I think I could do it better. <laughs> and so my roommate was like, you know what, the way you're going to start is you need to do an internship. Oh. And so um, I looked up internships at BET because I knew that BT is part of Viacom, mm-hmm. so if I if I just got in, then I could probably work my way through like MTV or something like, yeah. in my college, you know, mind in my dream. So um, I actually got a internship to be um, a PR intern because mm. it had like events. I was like, oh, I love events. Uh-huh. And I love doing this stuff. So this this internship sounds good, and so I got that, and um, I had just went moved to Santa Barbara, and so I commuted. Two hours there and two hours for there. For an internship. For two years. Wow. For, and they didn't pay me at that yeah. time. Um, that was free.com. <laughs> they did not pay you for driving or anything. So I scheduled my classes two, two days a week or three days a week. And mm-hmm. then on those off days, I would literally drive to Wow. I wish LA. people had ambition like that today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? It was so helpful because the day after I graduated, they offered me a job. Oh, wow. Um, and so... I don't think that really happens for anybody right, or right. everybody. So I was really lucky. So that's how I got myself to L.A. And um, from there, I was in my mindset, I was going to be a publicist. Like mm-hmm. that was what I was going to be. And I really enjoyed it. And um, so I from there, it's like worked at BET and I loved my team, but I felt like they kind of saw me as an intern. So it was hard for me to kind of uh, move up. Yeah. And the best thing you can do is leave that place and come back or just, you know, get some experience yeah. else so they can, you can get that respect. So I left um, to another PR company, Rogers and Cowan, and I took a pay cut. They're supposed to be like the best in yeah. the industry. Then I was like, I'm going to tough it out for a year because agency life is like, suppose I just, you know, well, I know <laughs> now, but at the time it's like, it's the worst. And it was the worst thing. Um, I was depressed and I didn't even know it. Wow. And, I, I and why do you think, why was that? Um, were you overworked? Was it the overworked, just environment, the um, people you were? It, it's kind of that time where kind of, I guess like everybody was doing budget cuts. And mm-hmm. so they were kind of giving you three or four jobs at one time. Right. And I'm just kind of out of college and I was learning and, um, everybody was just overworked. And when people are overworked, they have bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like you know, went into how they treated me mm-hmm. and I couldn't really make a mistake. I couldn't really like do those things and, you know, couldn't be human. <laughs> I couldn't really be human. And uh, one time it was funny because it's not really funny, but I would wake up, um, at six in the morning and literally my phone would be right next to me. Mm-hmm. Look at my phone and emails instantly because you have to think New York time. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And so I would get in the office before my boss. And then I, at some point I was becoming like, you know what? I need to give myself some boundaries and guys right like, right I need to leave at six <laughs> you know right at six yeah and uh, I was doing that and he wouldn't come in until 11 or 12 and so he would see me just from 12 to 6 right mm-hmm. and um he would buy us lunch because he didn't want us to leave for lunch pretty much because he wants us to work through our lunch <laughs> and um he came, brought me in he goes is this a career for you or a job because you keep leaving at six and I was thinking like 
I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I think one day I just, it just, I broke. Like, um, I just, I made a, a, a simple, it actually it was a simple Excel mistake. You mm-hmm. know, we do big PR reports and Excel calculated this mm-hmm. number wrong. And um, the client was like, hey, you know, she loved me. The client loved me. She's like, hey, I think you calculated wrong. And they ex- exploded on me. Like, how could you? Oh Mind you, God. they're all supposed to check my work because right. I was at the lowest, <laughs> at the, you know, as a coordinator. They're supposed to check my work. And so they didn't check it. And yeah. so they blew up on me. And I was like, I had enough. I was yeah. like, this is it. And um, <clears throat> But before then, like three months before this, when I quit, um, I put in the universe, I was like, look, I need a side hustle. This pay cut is not working mm-hmm. for me. I have a you know car loan, school loan. Um, I have a roommate and I still can't afford the rent. And my parents were helping me a lot. And I was like, oh, I need a side, I need a side hustle, I need a side hustle. And my roommate and I needed a couch. And we found this cheap, cheap couch on Craigslist. And it turned out to be um, from a model, um, Danica. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Danica. Um, she she has model meals. She she does a great. Oh, I'll have she's to another check her plus out. model. Yeah, she she's on. She has a great business now and everything. But I'll have to I was check her buying out. her couch. She was going to New York to kind of do the New York scene. I was like, my nosy publicist self was like, hey, <laughs> where are you going? What are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to New York. I'm a plus model. I'm like a plus model. She's like, yeah, a plus model. I was like, you make a lot of money for that. She goes, girl, you can make up to six figures. And I was like. oh my god and so I went into the car and I remember sitting there and I was like oh my god I need to go back and ask her how to become a model because growing up I've always been like you're pretty you should be a model but let's be real like there was no plus models right right if they were plus they were older women Mm -hmm. there was nobody that was you know mixed descent or somebody who looked like me at least right um and so i just i was like whatever i don't it's not for me right you know? right and <laughs> i don't do you guys know barbazon mm-hmm. so i went to barbazon they <laughs> my, okay so they went to my middle school and they would recruit kids uh-huh. and so they recruited my brother and i and i'm chunk i was chunkier than my brother and my brother's very was very skinny mm-hmm. and so we went to san francisco and we did the whole casting and they're like we can only choose one of you and we choose your brother and so, like, to oh, me, that was, like, devastating. Right. So you had I had to go to Chinese school, and my brother would go to, like, San Francisco and have, like, the time of his life. I was stuck <clears> in Chinese <throat> school. Mind you, we're in middle school. And because I'm just starting Chinese school, they put me with the kindergartner. So kids oh, that were, like, <laughs> very young, you know what I mean? And I'm, like, <laughs> literally a teenager, you know? So, like, it was the worst thing. Oh, my gosh. And um, so I think So your mindset for modeling, you were, was, like, like, no. never going to happen to me. <laughs> never going to happen yeah. me, for me and so um Stanica was like a blessing she literally and I don't think any a lot of models would even really consider doing this but she wrote me an essay of really? how to take Polaroids and how to take wow. these pictures and so I, I followed it and I showed them to her and she's like these are perfect and I sent them in and then I got signed um and I was told like yeah we'll sign you I was like, okay. And they're like, but you know what? This is not going to happen for you probably for three years. It's going to take a long time for you to become a model. Like nobody's like full-time model Mm -hmm. takes a long time. So keep your job. I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep my job. This is just a side hustle. It's not (laughs) going to do anything. And I had to quit in uh, three months because I kept taking time off. So... Well, I guess Good that for you. Goes into how I became a model and how I got to LA, right? Yeah, no, I love it. I love <laughs> that you're like, okay, so I'm gonna put this out to the universe, and it is, it's, 
it's I don't know another word, but it is funny how that stuff happens. When you and say it out loud, yeah. literally, you don't have to like literally say it out loud in front of people. But I think mm-hmm. when you do it in your own room, you're like, I do the side hustle. You just literally put it out in the universe. And honestly, everything from that day, I I started putting things out in the universe, and it has happened mm-hmm. or some way or somehow. Um, it's brought me into that direction. Yeah. And um, you just don't know what's going to happen five years from now, right. a year from now. Like, you really have to be open-minded. Your whole life can change. And I think with modeling, my whole direction changed because mm-hmm. I was so set in being a publicist. And I now, looking back, I will never be a publicist again. Right. That was the worst job. Right. Um, and you couldn't pay me enough. Right. And they don't pay you enough right. to deal with other people's problems. Like yeah. That. It sounds a lot like <laughs> the cool. agent, uh, like talent agency life. Like when I, but the difference is I love it and I'm consumed in it. And there were nights, I mean, most nights I was there. That was the last one there. I was by myself that like the lights were off. I'm in the last car in the drive in the parking lot. And my mom would get worried about me because we were in the valley and it, I was new to LA. Yeah. And like are you sure you're safe in that big building all by yourself and like and it wasn't every single night but you know it was like you have to work your butt off and I was there till nine ten o'clock and that's how I was with my internship you know what I mean driving there staying there late yeah I remember driving back to Santa Barbara like it was pitch black and I was tired and Mm -hmm. I had class the next day um you know those working hard really kind of you know brings you to the next level in your career in a lot of ways people remember those things they do my mentors from BET remembered that and they've always taken care of me and like that's how I got a job right um that's how other people like I used to intern for Dick Clark and um Nickelodeon and all these different types of places and I think when you show your work and you're 10 steps ahead like Mm -hmm. it really kind of saves you in the end because in the entertainment industry it's great to have a college degree but it really is based off your relationships yeah and um when I was at Osbrink I had interned there when I was in college I, I moved out for a summer and then I interned and then I just started working part time and then it was I was working part time for about three months and then they created a position for me yeah, that didn't when even they exist. Yeah, really like you, they created yeah. a position for you. And so like, yeah, I mean, that that's the best advice I could give for like, you know, interning is like the best thing you can mm-hmm. do. It's really going to get your foot in the door. Like, I definitely. feel like kids these days, <laughs> like old over here, the kids these days, no, but they're not really taking advantage of it, I feel like. And, and oh, and they're getting paid now. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, it's, I don't, like, they're getting it's like elite, nicely. Like we want, yeah, we want like an minimum intern. Minimum wage. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because now, like, I've kind of digressed to other, th- not just modeling, I do other things too, and I... We were, I work with interns as well. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to find an intern. It is. Like, it is. I haven't had one. I've been thing. at O for a year and a half. We can't find, a, and to find a good one, to find a good assistant, to find somebody that actually even wants to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's we like, hired somebody and, like, they're not even 10 steps ahead. They don't yeah. know Excel. It's, like, kind of crazy. Like, why do you think that is? I don't know. How, do you, I, 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 I have this theory, like, you know. Is it how you're being raised? I, 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 I almost feel like, It's funny know. because we look at the internet and you think, like, kids should be 10 steps ahead because they have the technology and they have the things that I didn't grow up with, you know. Internet came out when I was in school still, you know. But, um, but you would think with all the resources that we have, people should be smarter. But I almost think that they see, you know, 
people on reality shows and all and they're like I don't really even have to work I'm just gonna have this reality show or I'm just gonna have but also they don't realize that reality shows it's not all reality and there is so much work that goes into that and and behind the scenes laziness yeah because I was always taught at BET and I had great mentors um they would actually make like a lot of internships too. I've experienced where they just like, Oh, just clip these uh, newspapers Yeah. at BT. I was like, here's how you format a press release, whether they use mine or not. Yeah. They taught me how to do those things. And, um, you know, my mentor Zabrina, she was really patient with me and she'd be like, okay, let's Google this. You know what I mean? Let's start Googling. (laughs) And like, that was the first two weeks. And after that, I knew what she was saying. I was like, I'm going to Google every single thing first. And if I can't, figure out that answer then i'll go to her right but i'm like th- google's like the best thing you can right. use to like if you didn't know something in excel don't bug her about it literally like go on youtube and be like how do, how you do, do i this do this in excel <laughs> so i just feel like a lot of um they just want direct answers and yeah. they don't want to put the work in yeah into any of it and it's really sh- showing <laughs> i don't know how they're even getting jobs at this point like how they're <laughs> even lasting it is it's um, hard because that was really unacceptable in my internship right. era like yeah. if you didn't do that stuff like you were scolded and like i don't know how they're how they're surviving yeah so anybody who is an intern out there we're looking no <laughs> right, everybody's looking <laughs> think 10 steps ahead that's the only way yeah for survive. sure yeah um, so when you started doing the modeling, you said it just, it picked up Yeah, I think at the quickly. time, people were trying, you know, Plus was on its the rise, right? How long ago was this? That's just like for six years ago. Yeah, okay. So Plus was on the rise. I was, I was 23, so. Yeah. Um, I was a late bloomer, like, you know, for modeling, because they start at 16. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was on the rise, and also mixed, you know, that ambiguous look was right. also really popular. Yeah. Um, I love, I love the ambiguous. <laughs> like, yeah. if I could clone you, like, it'd it's be so it, wonderful. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that was to my advantage. Right. But I also was pretty small. When I started, I was like a size 10. Okay. I was like on this, I was on that depre- uh, Rogers and Cowan depression uh, workout plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you just work and you just eat a little and you're so exhausted you go to sleep. It wasn't even on purpose. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just like, it just happened. It was like the smallest I've ever been. Yeah. And they were like, look, if you want to get a, be successful, you need to be a 12, 14. And, and I was like... <laughs> Don't have to tell me twice. I yeah. ate everything my, I, my boyfriend ate, and I stopped working out. Kind of a mistake, because, like, for me, I, I'm i not – I hate working out, so it was yeah. like I should have never stopped. Because once you kind of break that habit, then you have a thing going for you, right? right? And then you break it, and yeah. it's all difficult starting from the bottom. But you know? are – I mean, we were just chatting before getting on air, but you were saying you are – relatively healthy like you're not eating dairy well, and so things like that so I think the that, older so. I get I really felt like when I turned 27 like my body changed mm-hmm. and I really felt like it's not about and I think becoming a model has changed my mindset too it's yeah. not about like being skinny anymore it's just about being healthy right whatever size you are right and um becoming a model actually made me more confident um I know my mom was really scared about me becoming a model because she knows I'm sensitive and yeah. you know the the the, the you know, what you think about modeling is an agent saying, you're not skinny enough. Right. You're not this enough. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't gotten too much of that where it has affected mm-hmm. me. Um, but it's actually made me more confident. Mm-hmm. And um, so now I'm more about, like, being healthy and, like, yeah. um, 
doing things and I just did a marathon with Nike a 26.2 marathon and that changed That's my insane. whole life yeah um I hate running I still <laughs> hate running <laughs> running is like the worst thing you can do for do to me um but doing that marathon and doing that program it was like you hate the running part but the feeling after you yeah. get you do it like even for me like four miles was a big deal five miles was a That's big deal insane. ten miles was a big deal for me so every week I had like this like crazy feeling you mm-hmm. know what I mean like oh my god I can't believe I just did that yeah. and so after I did the 26 uh point two miles I literally I was like I could do anything in this yeah world. like that's I, so awesome. I told him like what's next are we doing boxing are we doing yeah. like let I'll be your little guinea pig like <laughs> what's next so yeah I mean now I try to just stay healthy just because it's like we're getting I'm getting older and mm-hmm. like that's a key thing right and to be aware of your body and stuff like that yeah I think that's so important what you're saying um because people are all different sizes and and I think that is a big misconception that if you're heavier you're not healthy because there's so many so skinny true. people yeah. that are so unhealthy or that just eat eat like uh they I just actually, have fast metabolism yeah and like they're eating yeah. a bag of chips and you're over here eating you know m- my parents are heavier and my mom always like growing up she's like i don't understand where you came from she's like we've always ate the same thing yeah. she's like you eat more than me and she's just and just the way that our bodies they're just yeah, different they're like just my different. mom is the healthiest she eats so many vegetables she drinks like a gallon of water a day and she's just always been heavier you know yeah. and and but she's probably one of the healthiest people on it's face body of the types earth. too yeah it's like they now like when you went to the doctor it was like um small frame medium frame and large or it was like two different types of frames and like and the heights like yeah. your height has to be this and it's like not even like that you mm-hmm. know what I mean my frame's completely different I'm not like a medium I'm not like a lo- you know what I mean it's like weird yeah you can't base it off of that anymore yeah. and they haven't really changed that still and that was the same thing with running it was like this idea of um if you can't run a mile in less than 12 minutes then you're unhealthy and you're obese yeah. and that's like not the case some people just can't freaking run okay <laughs> like or they can and you're you, and they just can't do it in a time zone right. you know yeah. what I mean like so it's just like these things that society has and like you're not healthy unless you can right. do this and it's like dude just give me some time yeah. you know what I mean no I hear you and I I'm I'm um it's exciting to think like companies like Nike and I know Lululemon has um uh, a plus it. now but yeah. the funny thing is and what i'm realizing from the agent and, and maybe you can help me figure this mm-hmm. out is for straight sizes it's like a size two four right you know mm-hmm. like the the quote unquote like perfect measurements for a sample size right but then when you go to curve i have clients like lululemon that their sample size is a 12 but then like pretty little thing and boohoo are say 16 sometimes even up to an 18 and so it's like where where's the sweet spot in it and how have you you know i know that you're people have perfected plus yeah honestly and um i don't think a lot of companies understand it Mm -hmm. and they don't understand that um curve is different like the cuts are different and how you like a lot of people who buy wholesale they just like say oh small medium large just skew it up to 1x 3x but that doesn't that's the not proportions how it works. are different proportions right. like we can't like for me i don't want a deep deep v to my like my belly button like right. i have double d boobs like that's not gonna work for me i need to wear a bra or like i can't have it so short like i need it a little you know what i mean they right. don't take that in mind and um i feel like some companies are they don't really get the insight mm-hmm that it's just a, it's i know it's a little harder for them because yeah. everybody is completely different in plus yeah. but like 
a lot of them like they don't have a plus girl even in the team to even like say hey, to help like i know this is a it's, thing isn't that crazy? so then you kind of think like are they really for a plus or are they for the you know what the money right plus right but that's like my main thing right now is like think of a brand that you know that has quality and i can i can deal with okay fit because really right. in real life you're actually supposed to get everything altered mm-hmm. like you're really supposed right. to we're all different <laughs> yeah we're all like you're really supposed to do that it's not supposed to be instant like this fits me perfectly right right um <clears throat> but like i can deal with an okay fit but like let's talk about quality you know there is none right now mm-hmm. and i had a store like i had a plus store and i was buying wholesale oh really and, Tell yeah. us about that so i during my um, modeling, I was got inspired to start a store. This my neighbor actually had her own store, and she's like, "You should do it." And I got inspired by her, and um, I had it. and It did really, really well, and I was just buying wholesale. Was it in LA? Yeah. Okay. It was out of my apartment. Okay. My apart, like literally, I just shipped stuff, and um, wholesale at the time like only had like five stores that were doing plus, and mm-hmm. it was like pretty ugly stuff. So yeah. I would suggest stuff, and they would make it, and um, it was doing. My, I actually bought a house from it, so it did pretty, pretty yeah. well. But I just got uninspired because I think people were catching on, like, you can buy wholesale, like, bigger brands were catching on, like, you can buy wholesale and just sell it. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, the quality is so shitty. So yeah. I knew for me it was just for how I was starting my business, and then my dream would just be to start, like, making my own clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just got so uninspired because I just didn't feel like it was fair for me to sell low quality and like for a price for me to make a profit. Right. So I like kind of scrapped my wife was like, that was the biggest mistake. Why did you scrap this idea? And I was like, no, I feel like if I do it again, I'd have to start from the bottom and really invest in pieces like, like with good quality and like Mm -hmm. go research that. And I just don't feel like it's fair for me to sell somebody that something that I'm buying for only a few dollars and marking it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. To cover my cost And yeah, I don't want to have people to have cheap clothes. Yeah. Do you think that you will go back to doing it Maybe. later on? Maybe. I think the clothing industry is so tricky. Like, yeah. people want things immediately. And, like, so if you start out, you really need, like, a shit ton of money now because, mm-hmm. like, you need two-day shipping. You need, like, you know, cute packaging. It's, like, a right. big investment mm-hmm. at, for me at such a, like, what I think at a high risk. Right. Because also, like, at bigger companies are coming out with, like, new arrivals because our attention span is so it's, small yeah and so it's like you have to have yeah. new arrivals every monday and if you're just starting out like how do you even without investing so much money into yeah. it how do you even like do that you know yeah so maybe i might start something with like a smaller collection pieces mm-hmm. and like things that i really like i you know and then maybe start it like that but i used to have like a hundred pieces so i don't wow. think i would get to that point yeah um no, it is. There's so many companies. I mean, well, people steal ideas too. Right. It's like now it's just like with Instagram, it's like a cursing and a blessing at mm-hmm. the same time because that's how my <coughs> company got noticed was through Instagram. Right. I made myself, but like easily a company can just say, buy your stuff, look at the tag, or like take that and make. If you custom make it, they can literally take that, dissect it, and make it for their for on yeah. their own, and then use their bigger platform. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they're so fast with it. It's so crazy. I know um, you have quite a few followers on Instagram. And um, how do you, like, maintain your Instagram? Is it all just by yourself? 
Um, yeah, I do it all, all by myself. Okay. I don't have somebody helping me. I just kind of go with whatever I feel is right, like what I where I like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's hard because with modeling, agents are like, you need to, you know, boost your following, and then you can kind of get in this area where you're like, okay, I'm going to post these certain pictures and because these do well, but then it, it always ends up resulting into, like, who you are and what you want to yeah. do. You know what I mean? And, like, it's not for likes anymore. Yeah. It's for, like... <clears throat> Yeah, they the might more, be taking the likes authentic off. Now, oh, I heard I, about that. Yeah. The, being your most How do you feel about self. that? The likes, do you, does it matter to you? From a business perspective, I could see how that would affect right. a lot of people that are making income yeah, off that. Definitely. But maybe I know mentally that's the best way to go because this new age is like really like basing their life off of that. I know. It's so crazy. I don't know what it's like to be a kid during this new I age, know. but it seems kind of scary and terrible yeah like the pressure no I can't even imagine like kids are I mean when we were growing up like already bullying or picked on or whatever can you imagine like oh well you only got this many likes or you only and it's like well you know what's funny is like I was thinking like in college we had Facebook Instagram was just coming up it wasn't that popular but like I have pictures that like are you know crazy like pictures from not crazy not like I'm naked or anything right. but like I'm drinking, just and, drinking like, and yeah you know fun times in college and like I I just like I just never was scared of that but I would be scared of mm-hmm. that now because you just don't know right I know like posting something and like even if you delete it it's still somewhere you yeah. know somebody has like access to it or just it used to not be a grabbing. big deal now it's like you can't do anything yeah <laughs> like it could really bite you, you know, mm-hmm. in the butt. It's crazy. Later. I wonder what's next, too. You know, it's like we had MySpace and we had, and then that disappeared. And Even Facebook kind of took over. Even with MySpace, people weren't saving pictures or like, no. it wasn't like this whole thing. It was, it still felt a little safe mm-hmm. for me, at least. I don't know. But even you. with that, it was like your top eight. And it was like, oh, who's yeah. your best friend? And like, you're like, I have nine, but I can't. So then you'd like switch people out every few days. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah. you felt bad for all your friends or whatever. But I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine um, Instagram now as a kid. No. Like, it's no. crazy. But people really want followers, too. They're basing right. it off of followers. <clears throat> yeah. and like, but honestly, to me, the mo- the best people, if you're doing it for a business, mm-hmm. now I think there's been a change. Um, before it was like, we want to invest money on girls who have um, or guys who have a lot of followers and stuff, but now they're noticing that like the percent they're asking for analytics now. Yeah, and now they're at, for sure. girls who have less and have more engagement are actually getting more of yeah. the partnerships than mm-hmm. somebody who has more. Yeah, so I've seen that. Um, be your authentic <clears throat> self is the best way. Yeah, I love that. And what I tell um, a lot of models that come, I know you said some of your agents are like you need more followers, you need more followers. For me, one of our biggest bookers. And the whole company has like 10,000 followers. And then there's other girls or guys who, you know, they're in the hundreds of thousands and they don't book as much. Um, and sometimes I feel like they're just oversaturated, you know, yeah. like there's just they're they're doing too much. They're tagging themselves in too much. It's like if you're free or if you're doing it for a T-shirt or whatever, or you're doing it because you have a blog and you need free clothes, then how do I sell? How do you sell something that's already free? You know, yeah. like it's like, oh, because models are obviously, as you know, like you're getting paid for the social interactions and different things, but a lot of them, especially starting out, that weren't necessarily your conventional model that are just starting out now and they have all these followers on Instagram and it's like, oh, because I have followers now, I'm a model. You know, yeah. it, it, it's that not... That doesn't mean anything. Right. There's, like, there's models that literally have, like, that are getting some dope jobs yeah. and they have, like, 
5,000, 10,000. It's really just about your agent, I feel like. Yeah. And what I found, (laughs) no, what I found too from brands, it's like, who, who resonates with the brand? Like, are you yeah. actually a consumer of my product? And how will you show you it off to? You just never know. It's yeah. so hard. I, I do feel there's coming a, a turn, though, where it's, un- unless it's a small company. Like, I was telling you, I had lunch with Pretty Little Thing. They don't care how many followers. They were like, we're, they're such a big brand now within, like, the past four no, years. Yeah, they don't that care. they don't, they, it, they're not doing it, you know, but then you have a smaller brand, like, somebody o- opens up a, a shop down in Vernon, and they don't have any followers, so, of course, they're going to want to hire somebody with but more followers. But that doesn't necessarily but, translate yeah. in sales, and that's what people, like, we're we're figuring out yeah but that's the cool thing about pretty little thing like they are choosing a girl that they feel fits their brand and yeah they're sticking to that and i think that's really cool no. you know what i mean they're not just saying oh this girl has a jillion followers mm-hmm. we have to use her no they're like really are staying true to themselves yeah no i love that and i feel like that's kind of a, like a common topic i don't know if that's our that's our lesson for today that you yeah. know stay true to yourself what if you had um and I know we talked about, which is so important, putting the things out to the universe. So I don't know, like, yeah. if you have one one lesson to leave with our listeners today of, you know, just something you really want them to get out of this this session, what, what would you um, say that is? Okay, so I, I think I'm very much a person that likes to plan things out. And mm-hmm. I think you have to really go with the flow and accept changes. Mm. Um, you can't be too hard on yourself. I mean, it's... People are always hard on themselves, especially with modeling. Like, am I not booked enough or am I this? You can't really do that. You, you know, just dabble in things that you're interested in. Don't do a job that you're not interested in. I think you won't perform well. I think mm-hmm. you have to do things that you're passionate in. Um, yeah, I think I, that's kind of what I would do. Oh, don't take no for an answer. Ooh. That's what you have to live by. People have told me no so many times. Yeah. If I listened to them, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's a tr- that's a true. Tea. I love that. True tea, yeah. Don't take no for an answer. No, you know what? Somebody, uh, I was watching. You know when they used VH1 used to do those like artist, mm-hmm. you know, set, like talk with the artist and they would talk about their career, and Beyonce and Usher said, like Beyonce because she's my favorite. We'll talk about that one. But like <laughs> Dangerously in Love, they hated it. They hated that song, and she was like, "No, this is gonna be the song yeah. for me." Wow. And literally, her whole album was a hit. Mm-hmm. And, People high up executives were like, "No, this isn't it." Yeah, and she stuck with her her gut, and that's yeah. the thing too. Like, stick with your gut if you feel like it's a good thing for you, even though you're kind of like on the fence with things. Mm-hmm. But and um, like I've for a clothing store, my mom was like, "I just had it in my gut. I need to do this clothing store." My mom yeah. was like, "I don't know. I don't know." My mom always thinks about like what might happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's trying to protect me, but right. in my gut, I knew that was the right decision, and. Um, and I don't know why you still ask for opinions and stuff right, like that. But course. you really it's should human. go for your gut. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're kind of hearing like no or like maybe I'm unsure about it. What's the worst thing that can happen? Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it didn't work out and move on to the next yeah. thing. So it's really like ch- taking those chances and like trying it out, mm-hmm. you know. And I really, I, I know uh, within myself that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I think we all do. I think we're, we just, we get scared. You know, yeah. but I, I love that. And so, yeah, everybody just to take that, that away. I think yeah. that's, that's awesome. And when somebody tells you, no, just keep pushing, keep going in that direction you want to go in. Yay. Well, thank you so yeah. much for being here. Yeah. This was fun. I know. It's my first podcast. Yay. Yay. Thanks <laughs> for sharing the experience yeah. with us. Um, so where can people find you? What's your Instagram? Oh, Do you have my- a website? My Instagram is um, Katie, C-A-T-I-E, and then my last name, L-I. Simple. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. And then if anybody has any questions, feel free to DM and uh, yeah, anything to follow up on this podcast and feel free to DM us also um, at Life Lessons with Linz. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yay. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Love you.